all things SR podcast, Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea. Good morning, Leslie. <laughs> well, that's an auspicious way to start the podcast. Good morning, Pam. <laughs> Happy November 18th uh, Happy. on the East Coast of the U.S. Happy. And, oh, yeah, and it is little Miss Isabella's 12th oh, birthday. Oh, my word. Really? Yes. yes. Really, one more year and she'll be a teenager. How oh, is that scary. possible? Scary. I don't. Oh my I don't gosh! Know. Wow, that's uh, exciting yeah, news. My little girl. It is. It is. I'm looking forward to the next. Uh, <laughs> the next twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Well, know. she's already Anyhow, maybe I'll twelve be... going on, you know. Oh, she's thirty-two, going on 35, right? No like what? So right. right, she's yeah. She's a she's a smart little cookie. She got a report card this week. Oh wow! She's not a STEM student. She's not a STEM student, but she did very well in English and history. Well, <laughs> just like that, just doesn't <laughs> surprise me at all. And the apple is not falling far from uh, that from tree. My tree. Although I, but isn't her mom's strength also? Is, wasn't she more of? Isn't she more of the English history person? Um, I'm just basing on well, what she mom, does. Well, her mom, her mom is a, a major Kennedy fan. Every everything and anything about John F. Kennedy, she loves. Um, but she. Uh, She's a medical health counselor, a me mental health counselor for the public defender's office in the city of New York. Yes. I was just thinking that tends to be yes. more of the, I guess it's in the middle. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and I think she's in a supervisory role these days. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure in that, but I think that's where she is. But <clears throat> her, uh, you know, her grandparents on her, my side, we're all these, you know, super right. and science guys, <laughs> engineers and inventors and what have you. And, and uh, the, the apple for me didn't fall far from the lynch tree as opposed to the <laughs> tree. <laughs> so, and today is also, we're celebrating yes. Willie's birthday. Yes, Willie, another Scorpio. Uh, my fellow Scorpio, um, we wanted to make sure we recognized him, um, despite the fact that uh, we're off air last week. So we thought it would be fun, and we pulled things together um, for a little Willy, uh, a little Willy invasion, shall we say? Shall we? Say? Yes, yes. And it's not a wee Willy. No. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> no. Not 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 from just, what I just read. ask Snarky. <laughs> not, yeah, just ask Snarky about all the hanky he sells on. Oh eBay. my gosh, <laughs> the the hanky. Oh yes, the hanky invasion, invasion is real. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was it so. Is. I just remember listening to the Florentine series fan podcast. And just the laughter that came when we were discussing certain chapters. And it was just so funny. Everybody was talking about grabbing hankies and getting hankies. And 
-hmm. It was really, really good. And we had a little giveaway for our last podcast that we did as the Florentine series where we gave away Henke's monograms, no less. <laughs> they were washed, though. They had to be laundered. That's an important point. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my. And Anna's telling us that Caleb's chemo is in the Oh, books. my gosh. That's a great way to go into yeah, thanksgiving yeah. absolutely and his ne next pet scan is uh wednesday and yeah so we're prayers for no cancer scans. oh my gosh anna that is the best news i am so happy to hear he has cleared that milestone and that threshold and you must be so thrilled that is truly good news um so happy to hear that. Yeah. And we do have a bit of a little sad news to report. Yes, um, we definitely grandpa. have sad news. Uh, Cheryl's grandpa passed away on uh, the 16th. And, or the 15th. It was like 11 o'clock at night. And uh, so he was in his 90s. And we were so blessed. Leslie and I were so blessed to have been able to meet him meet Cheryl's family when we were in Atlanta last year. That was this year. So, well, you know, my time I know, is, I, but I actually had to go back and look because I'm like, ah, weren't we just there? And I'm like, yes. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it honestly so, seems yeah, so. about two or three years ago that we were on the set visit and we had a chance to connect with Cheryl and her family and meet the ever wonderful, always charming grandpa. Um, mm -hmm. So he, he lived such so a full life. I mean, it's, it was beautiful to see how much um, care and love he was surrounded by. Um, yeah, I, you know, Cheryl and her, her daughter, Kinsey, they were always uh, taking care of him. And then um, he moved in with... Uh, her, his daughter, uh, Cheryl's mother, and, and was well taken care of there. Um, but, you know, we do wish them very much peace and uh, love at, at this time. It's tough for them. Uh, SR has even expressed that uh, he sent her an email just to express how, how sorry he was to hear about her. Well, especially because her so, grandpa was, nice. was a fan, you know, and I just think, oh, he was, it just, it, it's a testament to the beautiful writing of SR truly that, and uh, the great storyteller mm -hmm. that he is, um, that he was able to capture yeah. and draw fans from all ages, races, walks of life, mm -hmm. different mm -hmm. stages of life. Um, and, and I just always thought it was beautiful that he wanted to listen and he would listen to the books. And I just, I'm, I just think it's uh, just a beautiful part of our community. And we were known as the book ladies. <laughs> yes, we were. <laughs> Which I loved. I loved. So, but again, we were very blessed to have been able to meet him and, and I just hope he has a good send off. Cause I, I do know that, um, I do have information on any funeral processions and services. If anybody's in the Atlanta area and they want that, they can, you know, 
Shout, give me a shout out, and I'll, I'll send that off to them. So. Yes. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. And now we're back to Willie. I know. We Willie Winky. Well, although if he heard that, he'd be growling. <laughs> he would be correcting you, definitely. Absolutely. Maybe to a bite to the. <laughs> he was very naughty. Yes, as long as he didn't send Ava after me, I'd be very. Yes. Happy. Well, I think Ava. I, I still think that would she would be a great uh, focus of a separate book or series of books. If, if ever SR or someone would want to do a fanfic of that, I think mm-hmm. her, that character oh, really yeah. has captivated lots of readers from everywhere. She especially captivated Pat <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's one way to put it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He got his in the end. Yes, yes. <laughs> anyway. So... We should probably start with the news from SR. We should. We should. Um, he, the latest news is that he has viewed the final cut of Gabriel's Redemption, and readers will love it, and there are a couple of surprises. Uh, he also said he should have a release date and a new discount code to share with us all soon. Um, he's also going to be hosting an Advent read-along on the book series on the reflections of Advent and Christmas by um, Henri J.M. Neveu. I guess I think, I hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, it's on Amazon. It's, it's, it's a very nice little devotional book. It, it takes you every day of before Christmas and then the 12 days after Christmas with a little, you know, reading that you can sort of meditate upon. Uh, Advent does begin on September 3rd, and uh, he'll also be uh, doing posts on his website once a week in the, in regards um, to the Pam, I, you said and, September 3rd? Yes. I believe you meant December 3rd. December. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean You December saw it was 3rd. Sunday, December 3rd, and I know it's. I know exactly what happened. You slid it together. Oh, what did you I said say? September Dunday, 3rd. September 3rd. <laughs> now, now you sound like me okay. because I keep feeling like I'm still in September. I'm in a bit of a shock that we actually are at um, the U.S. Thanksgiving yeah, week. Thanksgiving mm-hmm. next week. Yes. Yes, I hear you. And I'm putting the anyway, link in so for the Advent book reading. So you have okay, it. Okay, good, good. And then um, he'll also be joining us on December 16th uh, to discuss the reading as well and uh, other things, so. You know, we're you know, it's good. It'll be nice holiday little little holiday treats for us all. Yes. Mm-hmm. SR is and excited about the that watch too. along. Uh, Argyle Empire is is uh, doing a watch along on SR's fan book uh, Facebook page, the author's page, on December tenth. Starts at seven, and all are welcomed. Yes. I can't believe it's coming so quickly. I'm putting that in there, too, in case anyone needs to go back. Um, Okay. That'll be fun. So December 10th is the watch-along. Yes. And then that's... December 10th. And then (laughs) December 16th, that Saturday, is 
the next Saturday is the read along um, discussion um, and whatever other things are we'll be discussing um, with all Mm -hmm. things SR with SR. Um, So I'm really excited that he's going to be able to join us. Um, Yeah, yeah, I am too. And I'm going to put that in there as well as SR joining the podcast. I better get my nails done before then because they're starting to check. <laughs> <laughs> um, because he can, he'll be able to see them through the uh, through the air mm. waves. <laughs> oh, definitely, he'll be able to see them through the airwaves. <laughs> you know, you never know where these cameras go on on laptops. Yes, <laughs> this is true. This is true. And I'm just excited. I, I love the idea of the read along. Um, hopefully, uh, going to be able to pick up that book to go through it. Um, you know, I, it's, it, I know it's a crazy time of year, but I think it's a nice way to pause and have some reflection uh, as you go through. Well, I showed it to my sister, mm-hmm. actually, because uh, I did get it this week, and I showed it to my sister, and she's like, oh, well, maybe I'll join you. I love that idea. So you're more than welcome, you're more than welcome, and you're more than welcome to get on the podcast, too. And she's, no, that's okay. I'll, I'll enjoy you. But I meeting. love the idea of sharing it with your family or friends. You know, I think that's pretty cool. So we're, yeah. So we're keeping it in the kitchen so that, you know, whoever's in the kitchen at that time can grab it and read it. I love that idea. <laughs> and I also love the question that Betty posed. I wonder if Krista, Ava, and Professor Singer were together in a bar, what would they talk about? <laughs> hmm. What do you think, Pam? Chris, Krista's going to be talking about the uh, giving Ava praises for what, she, what the retribution that Pacciani got. Um... Let's see. Who else? What else? I'm not sure. I think Ava would be so annoyed by Krista, she'd take her out. Probably. Probably. And Singer? I I think she would... I think that would be like the very first time Singer would ever be have been intimidated. I also think Singer would find Ava fascinating and probably want to... Um, study her, learn right? from her, like interview her, or do, mm-hmm. you, do any kind of uh, research or something. I don't know. <laughs> Shell said, uh, "Yeah, research." Uh huh. said, "Ava would be annoyed with Krista and send her to someone different." And she also said, "Professor Singer would just be scared." In capital letters. <laughs> and Ashley is mm-hmm. joining us. Um, from the outdoors. She's camping this week for Thanksgiving and her mom's birthday. And the internet is not quite the best, so she might get kicked off, but it is nice to fall. Uh, it is nice fall on the patio listening to you ladies. Oh, well, enjoy. Well, I hope it's a gorgeous, yeah, sunny yes. day. I don't know where you're camping. I'm sure it's somewhere not too, too far from us. Um, and right now, we were lucky. It was supposed to rain this morning, but it is sunny and blue skies. So. Mm-hmm. It's a little windy here, but it's very yeah, nice. Yeah, well, I'm, I, I mentioned to Pam coming on the air that um, I'm getting a new roof 
uh, right now, and the uh, team is working as we speak. I'm downstairs because it, it is very loud in my room. They were literally hammering right above my bed. Um, so I'm hoping the background noise isn't bad. Um, but we were worried because it was supposed to rain today and we're trying to, you know, get every, get the project wrapped up. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's nice. I'm looking outside right now. It really is beautiful. So Ashley, enjoy, enjoy your mom's birthday. Um, I think that's a wonderful, um, my family used to uh, several times had done camping around Thanksgiving. So, um, it's kind of a fun way to, uh, spend a holiday together. (laughs) <laughs> yes, in my single days, we would hike hike up the mountain at uh, Welsh Lake in New York, and uh, we had this great campsite. It had very nice stone lean-to and place where you could put a spitfire and mm-hmm. hide your food from whatever bears were around, and it was literally on top of a mountain, so when you looked out when it was during the day, it was gorgeous as far as the clouds clinging to mountains and trees and what have you. Mm. But, um, yeah, but the only problem was is that uh, there was no tent and a sleeping ah. bag. Yeah. The great. Which was fine. The great outdoors, Pammy. <laughs> it is. And, you know, the, you know the, the other big problem was is that you, when you climbed up this hill and when you had a gallon of vodka <laughs> oh, in your backpack, it made it a little tough. Oh, my gosh, Pam. <laughs> Another chapter for your book, for sure. Uh, but I'll tell you, I, there, uh, yes, go go on. <laughs> there, there, there was this one guy, Corky was his name, who did who never brought a tent so he could find somebody to cuddle up with under uh, in, a, in a sleeping bag. <laughs> well, that's an interesting strategy. That would oh, be yeah, a fun character he, to write into he, a book. That would be a fun premise. Like a oh, meet he would, cute. He, he would give snarky. Yeah, he would give Snarky a, a run for his money. The only problem was is that Quirky was probably uh, three quarters of a uh, gallon in yeah. that vodka when he was. Yeah, using that's it. not good. Um, no. Sleeping under the stars, Betty said. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there's some really uh, there's some, been some other good comments regarding the singer Krista and Ava comparison uh, or compilation mm-hmm. getting together at a bar. Betty thought maybe Singer and Ava would compare the best ways to torture. Um, and Shell says, Singer talks a good game of pain, but. <laughs> but. And then Shell notes, maybe Betty, but she would slowly be inching her way to the door. <laughs> I love it, Shell. That's great. Mm-hmm. Floor notes, Ava certainly doesn't take anyone's crap. So Krista is out for sure. LOL. And shell notes, but Ava mm-hmm. and Krista are similar, always trying to get it on with someone who doesn't want them anymore or at all. That's true. That's true. <laughs> shell is speaking the facts as floor notes. Absolutely. <laughs> and, Absolutely. And Betty wanted to know how many volumes do you have um, on in your book now? Well, this is this is this is an Encyclopedia Britannica <laughs> version. Oh my gosh. So there's going to be at least 26. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know when one might flow over into a 27th right. or a 28th volume. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot more a lot more volumes to come. <laughs> Shell says. Hey, 10, you know, life is still young. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
life is still young. I have plenty of time to create more experiences. This is true. <laughs> I love Shell's uh, assessment, 10,191 chapters. <laughs> or volumes. There you go. Or volumes, yes. <laughs> this is true. This is true. The Encyclopedia of Pam. <laughs> well, you know, I, I may have mentioned this before in the podcast, but my family had gave me a nickname many years ago, and it's called Pamipedia. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they did. <laughs> that is hilarious. Mm -hmm. I think you just got, I think you have the title for your book. <laughs> I think my, I think my daughter-in-law, Laura, gave me that. Uh, That's hilarious. Nickname. And my sister picked up on it. Yeah. So that was, <laughs> Pat, he and Patrick would, they would have been together now for. <laughs> Four oh, is dying. 17 so years, 18 years. <laughs> Pamapedia. Yep. Oh my gosh. I think we need to talk to, we need to share that with SR, I think. Um, <laughs> and uh, thank you, Betty. You never disappoint. She That's was true. finding a way to weave Paul in here somewhere. She said, so, okay. And she Paul did. and Gabriel run into each other in a bar. What would they talk about besides Julia? <laughs> Um, they they might talk about the New England Patriots and the Philadelphia Eagles or the Baltimore Ravens. I think they would be or, purely professional and talk all things or, Dante and who's doing what in the Dante circle. They would be talking business. That's my take. <laughs> Shell said they would be thinking, can well, I leave they, they, now? They may, they, they may also be talking about the Toronto Argonauts and who uh, you know, plays for the CFL. Yes. Edmonton, by the way, won their CFL. Great. <laughs> Congratulations. Just, so, so just, you know, just drawing that little piece of sports trivia mm -hmm. out there. And the only reason why I know about the Grey Cup is because of my husband when we got married. Football players were on strike. And he was, he was just, you know, my husband was a huge football freak. And uh, all he, so we ended up watching the mm -hmm. CFL. Oh, yeah. Quite often. So. And he always read for Toronto or Argonauts because he grew up in Toronto. So. <laughs> I believe it. Of course. He's rooting for the home teams, right? Yes, and yes. Uh, Anna notes there would be zero camping uh, for this gal. And Shell notes zero for me as well, Anna. So. <laughs> I wouldn't mind glamping. <laughs> I'm sure. I could see. You, you at Own least bathroom. have your room. You're in a tent. You're outside, but it's got heat. It's got air conditioning. Yeah. It's got it's, rugs on the floor. <laughs> I, I find it hard to call it really camping. Um, and Flora also said, definitely, um, is there a camper here? Nope. <laughs> so it's... Uh, uh, it, it, you you definitely have people who feel very strongly one way or the other, and a lot of times it's it's uh, based on a formative experience. <laughs> um, but I like it; it's fun. I haven't done it in a I really to, long yes. time because my family does not like to camp. Uh, my immediate families are not campers, so lots of. Well, I, th I think my my very first camping experience was in Girl Scouts. Oh yeah. 
Yep. And I remember what I can remember of. I think I was I think I was a brownie mm-hmm. still. And my mom was a leader, so we went up and we went and we had these like um, platform mm-hmm. tents, but there were no mattresses on the cots. And my mom's mother had been very sick, and we knew she knew, I guess, at the time that she could get called back to Philadelphia anytime. So, where we were, um, my we ended up leave, did leaving in the middle of the night because of my grandmother, but. Um, I just remember all the everybody was all excited, and some of the girls were scared. The younger girls, and we had a raccoon go through. Oh our tent. my gosh! <laughs> that would be and that would be a screaming the screams, the screams. But yeah, it was fun. I I that kind of stuff I I enjoyed. But you know, we'd have the big campfire and. Um, and I ended up going to summer camp there one year too. So oh, it's good. Anyway, um, again, I said anyway, Kenzie. <laughs> well, Shell said she would be an unhappy camper, <laughs> which I find hilarious. And Betty says I don't go camping. I like walking in the park. Does a picnic count as camping? <laughs> Floor says me too. It's just not for me. <laughs> And Shell says it's a mini camp out. It's a mini camp out. I, I, think, I think we could, uh, I, we'll, we'll give you that one. I like that. I like that. Okay. Yeah. So. And if you could put a little pup tent on if you wanted to take a nap in the middle of the afternoon, that, that, that's a form of camping. This yeah. is true. <laughs> this is true. So I did want to mm-hmm. take a little time to go through. We had um, several questions for SR uh, about William. Our beloved William York, mm-hmm. birthday, the birthday boy. Um, and we had asked him about William's background. Like, what was his inspiration? What drew him to this character? How did he come up with it? And he said he was inspired to create William by a character in the movie, The Reckoning. And I know some of you have heard this and seen this. I'm going to put the, I'll put the link in the chat then. He said he saw this film and the story stayed with him. And the character, the, the, the central character of The Reckoning, is a character named Nicholas. And he was a disgraced priest. As SR wrote, William, had, as SR wrote, William um, had at one point taken holy orders, but the death of his teacher, St. Thomas Aquinas, um, and with the help of the Roman, had lost his calling to the priesthood. Um, however, the constraints, um, obligations of the formation of becoming a priest still shaped who he was in his behavior and his decision making. So I thought that was really interesting that he had this, this idea kind of came to him based on a film that he had watched that a character um, kind of gave him a, a starting point. And then he said, as for naming William, you know, in terms of how he came up with his name, um, his family had connections um, to William the Conqueror, uh, the real William Mallet, or Mallet, who would have been an ancestor, fought alongside William the Conqueror at the Battle of Hastings, and he had become the High Sheriff of Nottingham. 
His descendant was a surety keeper of the Magna Carta, so his family goes back a long time in Yorkshire. So I thought that history, and Shell, I, I totally agree with you. Inspiration comes from all around us, and you never know what's going to kind of have that spark to inspire you to go in a direction or, you know, it's, it's that beautiful creative process. And I just, I, I often art helps to create other art, you know, and mm -hmm. I think that happened in this case. Oh, it does. I mean, I, I know with uh, Phil up the street, um, his, his thing was all artists take from some other medium mm -hmm. of some sort. And for, for Phil, it happened to be the Impressionist, you know, like, uh, Impressionist art. And that's what he really gets into. Um, who, by the way, celebrated his 100th birthday last weekend. Yes. But. I love it. Uh, he, yeah, he, um, but that's, you know, he tells everybody, when you look at any painting, try to figure out who the, the artist that influenced them. Yes. And see if you can, if, you know, figure it out. So he's good that way. He teaches that way. Well, and I think that's why he's he the is. way he is, right? Uh, absolutely. Um, and I saw that, that Betty said the film that reminds her of William was the Florin from the Florentine series is The Shape of Water. And I haven't, I still haven't seen that, Betty, which is crazy because I know no, it I won, either. you know, it was crazy awards and was supposedly really beautifully filmed and um, I'll have to check it out and floor notes I love this now I want to watch the movie and I do too I have not um, I haven't watched The Reckoning and I think it would be interesting to see now that you know that idea of the character kind of helped spark the William character did you watch The Reckoning Pam? I did not see The Reckoning, I don't think. I remember seeing a couple of movies a number of years ago mm -hmm. where there was a priest involved and had a, uh, I don't want to say a crisis of faith, but a questioning of faith, maybe. Mm -hmm. And uh, that were very interesting. Where you, you know, you, you definitely could take inspiration from. And... I, one of them had uh, Gabriel Byrne, whom I love, mm. and he he was investigating a miracle from a, uh, a statue of Mary at a church. Apparently, the statue was crying blood. Oh wow! And the and it was there was somebody else connected with it, and, and it, it went way into this story. It was it was really it was really cool. <laughs> so, I'm I. I'm looking at Shell's comment, and I, I agree, Shell. I've uh, thought of that as well. She always thinks of William when I see the Primavera painting. Anything Botticelli makes me think of William oh, definitely. now. Definitely. Uh, it's, it's funny how that kind of changes you, you know. Um, you look at, yeah, you're looking at, at art a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think Shell notes Stigmata is the movie that you're referring to. 
that could be. I'm not. I, I, I don't remember. To be honest with you, I don't remember the name, but I do remember a bit of the storyline, because you can't miss Gabriel Bird. Right. <laughs> yeah, Betty also has to watch the reckoning too. She said she hasn't watched that yet. And Flora says, nah, and now that we've seen what Willie looks like, it's hard not to want the Florentine series next. So Shell says truth. And we shall see. We Anything's possible. Betty loves stigmata, she said. She mm -hmm. said it was really good. Father Andrew. <laughs> she said. I'll have to add that to my list, too. So many things, so and little time. I I just looked up uh, uh, The Reckoning, and it is um, on Prime Video and AMC+. Plus. Oh. If that's the one, I think it is. Because there's another, might be an older one. There's one, for, oh, this one from 2003 is what I think I was thinking of. A Priest on the Lamb, I did see this. A Priest on the Lamb takes up with a traveling band of actors who then discover a murder has occurred and they saw, try to solve it by, re, by recreating it. And that's on Amazon for rent for three ninety. Hmm, interesting. It has uh, Willem Dafoe, Paul Bettany, uh, Marion Aguilera, some interesting characters, cast hmm. of characters, Brian Cox, Tom yes. Hardy. Well, Gina and Anna says, that's interesting since I'm the anomaly that hates William. Well, Anna, that's okay. Um, you are entitled to your opinion. Absolutely. I, I've always felt very sorry for William, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, it's, he's an interesting, definitely an interesting character. Mm -hmm. So... Pam, do you want to read the next question, or do you want sure. me to? Sure. Um, so we, okay, no, I can. Yeah. So we asked um, a while ago. This was a while ago. We asked why uh, he picked November thirteenth for William's date, and did you always envision him as a Scorpio? So, uh, Asar says truthfully, I'm not much into astrology, and so no, I didn't pick the date based on uh, Scorpio's traits. However, he had a reader write him a while, some time ago, and gave the astrological analysis of all his characters. And it's funny how the characters somehow seem to have the characteristics of the sign under which they were born. I remember hearing about that. I think someone had, I think it was, did SR note that when on online maybe? On Twitter or something. I, he may have. He may have. <laughs> he may have. But I, you know, and that's interesting when you think about it. You know, I, I have a, a passing fancy with astrology because basically because I had family members that were really into it. But it, it's just interesting to look. At, I, I think it'd be interesting to look at the characters and how they develop were developed as compared to. Um, their astrological signs. Of course, you'd have to know the time, place, and birth date exactly mm -hmm. to make sure to, to get their full astrological chart. Which, if anybody's ever had that done, it's very confusing looking. So, because you got planets and signs all over the place. <laughs> like I said, I had a 
passing fancy because I have relatives that did this <laughs> for fun. <laughs> Betty wants uh, to know if you are the new Miss Cleo. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> and, um, Shell noted that William is definitely an acquired taste. And Flora says, we appreciate differences in opinion, Anna, which we really do. And Betty says, I guess we know who Anna will kill. That's yeah, true, because Betty says, you know, in the game, fuck, marry, or kill. Oh, my gosh. Betty, you're fabulous, as always. So, you know, we asked also at SDSR, which uh, scenes did he uh, enjoy writing about William? And he reflected on his life and history. He said there's a, a particularly important exchange in the shadow between he and Raven. I didn't, at that time, he didn't want to spoil it, but he's, but he's given her a birthday present that she's not sure she wants. <laughs> and for those of you who have read that scene, I'm sure you know what it was. So, um, and uh, we asked what Raven was planning for his birthday. And we were told that he was going to paint him. And when he, SR asked a follow-up question, she laughed and told me it was none of my business. So there you have it. And then asked currently what they were doing. Uh, she said she gave him an Apple Watch. She's trying to convince him, encourage him to join the 21st century. Yes. So this was the present of the year. Um, mm -hmm. uh, an Apple Watch, which I think is so, if you think about that, that's so funny. And um, it, it just kind of goes up against everything that that character's about. So, Betty's saying, hit, hit, a piñata. <laughs> um, Anna noted that she had a major crisis of faith due to the gross priest abuse and cover-up from the Vatican down. And I can't accept that given her career. And I can totally understand that. Um, the priest abuse, and, and you know, boys, girls, because I was never a victim of, the, of that, but I know a priest that I grew up, I, I don't want, adoring when I was younger, when I would go to church when Monsignor Walls was there. And, uh, I, you know, it was, uh, um, it was very difficult to hear about at that time when he was finally uh, taken off, being, you know, he's no longer a priest and all that kind of stuff. Uh, he, you know, he, and he was, he was into girls. He was not, it wasn't, he wasn't into the boys, just the girls. But it didn't matter. That doesn't matter. You know, male, female. Abuse is abuse it, is abuse. Abuse is abuse. Yep. I, and uh, it, it's very upsetting. Yeah. I'm, I'm still having that crisis of faith with you, Anna. Um, so I, but I, I kind of, uh, I, I feel like but there's you know, a lot I mean, of tenets of this, the faith that I, I, that I also think are universal within all the major world religions. So, you know, I kind of try and think towards that, but I've, it's been very difficult because I, I, I went oh, to yeah. high school with oh, someone yeah. who was a, one of the victims in the, you know, the presentment that um, are now 
Governor Shapiro when he was Attorney General. Um, mm-hmm. It was part of the. <laughs> she she was part yeah, of he did, he, he a did family. A her family, all of her sisters were abused. It was horrible. And you know, it, as more the more you read into it, the more you hear about it. You, obviously, the Pennsylvania case was huge, but I look at the. Um, the Indian schools and Kamaloops up in Canada, and there's a whole big Canadian group of priests that have been going through this. Uh, Ireland, they had the baby's home in, in Tuam, uh, where they, you know, a baby died. They didn't even name it; they just shoved it into the ground, basically. I hadn't heard that. And it's terrible. They're, oh, it's, they're, it's horrible. You know, the mother and baby homes in Ireland were very cruel. But um, there's a movie about that. I yeah, think wasn't I mean, there. There are, there are, and it's it's not just in Tuam. There were, there are groups of them over there, and and like I said, you know, here we have it. Here, we had the uh, Cardinal of Boston who was defrocked because he wouldn't talk, and it's one of the main reasons that Pope Benedict decided to become a Pope Emeritus rather than than go through. It's just it's just a horrible situation for everybody all concerned. And I, I just hope that the people that were affected by it do get the help that they need. Because it's it's not, it's just terrible. It's yeah. Terrible. I I think um, you know, I, I think it's a very it's been a long time coming with people being held accountable. The recognition of it. And mm-hmm. I'm hopeful that it will continue. Um, people will continue to get the help they need and have the accountability they need. Get the accountability that they, they yeah. deserve. So, wow, we've taken a really deep, dark turn in the deep talk. In the yeah, we did. birthday <laughs> celebration for William here. Um, but, but, but it, it relates because William was abused. Yes. He was abused by the yeah. Roman. Yeah. And, you know, if you, so if you, it, it does take a dark turn, but it took a dark well, turn. Well, the book, for him there's too. a lot of dark elements in, in the book, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and not just the mystical dark elements, there are a lot of psychological dark elements yeah. too. Yeah. So. Most definitely. On shell notes and the people who were abused and all the things you mentioned need to stop being told to get over it. Yes. Yes. And I mm-hmm. hate that. I hate when people say that. Or the other one I get, will that make them any happier with the settlement? I'm like, you know, it's not about the money no. settlement. No. Yeah. And, and Betty noted that William didn't take advantage of other people, which no, is true. Didn't. So we did have a few more questions that we asked SR. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them was from you, Pam. You had asked him if mm-hmm. they were still on the island. And SR said, no, they're not. Because um, we asked, how did they celebrate William's birthday? And he was told they went to Japan. So I, you know, sit I'm sitting with that for a minute because I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to keep, I'm trying to think about what William and Raven in Japan would look like. 
I think that would be so great. Uh, exactly. I, with all the neon and everything else that goes on, I think it would be. I think his natural curiosity would would would. I he would they would tend to not be in Tokyo and would instead be outside, you know, in Kyoto and some of the other, uh, you know enjoying the natural beauty. There's so many things. Betty's like, say what? <laughs> mm -hmm. I am shocked. Wait a minute. Do William and Raven speak Japanese? <laughs> I could be cool. But I don't think so. I think they're just touring and enjoying um, the art, culture, and food. Mm. I do want to go to Japan. That's one of the things, one of my countries on my list. I, I know that um, they, you know, they, they do those beautiful lettering scrolls. Yeah. In Japan. And some of the artwork, especially with the, the older work with the, mm -hmm. with the figures is beautiful. I, I, you know, it's very simplistic, but very, very, yeah, I just, there's just a lot of, yeah, it looks, it. um, there's a lot of cultural highlights. There's food markets, onsen culture, mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of like a spa, some of the spa stuff. And, and, there, and there's the geisha culture, which I don't think William and Raven would get into geishas too much, but that's a whole mm -hmm. separate culture that's really um, interesting. And there's just so many beautiful gardens in... Japan. I could see them. I could see them. It would be very, mm -hmm. very, very um, entertaining. I. They, and I wonder if they went to a. Shishu I don't know. Uh, temple. That would be that. I. That but I, I am going to put the link into the official uh, travel site mm -hmm. um, of the Japanese government. Um. And the pictures are gorgeous. Really, really cool. There's a lot of art. Mm -hmm. A lot of beauty. There is a lot of beauty there. Cultural experiences. Yep. Let me see. Mm -hmm. Now I... Mm -hmm. Kabuki Theater. That's another one. Um, Anna pointed out that she's read all three PA Attorney General's uh, investigation reports, and she has been involved in interviewing and treating victims, cr criminal perp perpetrators, by both admission and commission. And PA was horrible, and it is worldwide, and she just can't accept that. Nobody really can accept it, I understand. But I do like understand you where you're coming from, and it had to be horrible to... to have to read all absolutely well and this is what this is her work right so anna just thank you again for um doing what you do because not everybody can um That's right. and i did just put that link in there if you wanted to check it out and of course you can google there's tons of travel sites on japan but it's it is fun to mm -hmm. kind of think and imagine what people what uh raven and william would do Betty suggests maybe they rented a house in the mountains, which could be lovely. That could be along Mount Fuji. Yeah. Mount Fuji. I mean, that's, 
it is a gorgeous country and it's an island, right? So there's a lot of beautiful vistas on the sea. Um, another question that we asked SR was if William and Raven were in Florence, where would they go to enjoy a celebratory meal? And he said, there's a restaurant in, on the Arno slightly outside the city. It used to be called Cafe Concerto and it's magnificent. So I've been looking, trying to track down if I could see it. Um, because there's a couple cafe concerto that pop up um, if you're looking. Um, but it's it's really, I think there's one that's cafe concerto Pascoski. So this might be it. I will put... I will put it a link in as a possible one. We'll have to ask him if this is the. And there's the Cafe Concerto. Is it the same one that you just put? Uh, P A S Z. Yes. K -S -Z. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm terrible with language on that. Like that. But that would be cool. That would be, I'm looking at it right now. That would be a, it's right outside the city. On the Arno. Is that, I, I typed yeah. in Arno to try and, um, you know. I just looked for, it, it's, it, uh, it would, it said it's, uh, it's Florence, but it's like, like right at the edge of the city limits uh, in Florence. And of course, it's uh, dollar signs on Yelp is three. <laughs> well, that's par for the course for Only the best. <laughs> our, our beloved author likes likes fine things. Yes, he does. Yeah, and there's no, there's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that. But it's actually not too far from uh, the Santa Maria Novella. Yes. Too. Well, which is really neat because, you know, one of the things that you talk about, uh, William's teacher, and one of the scenes in, in the book, it's, it's he's walking through the chapel at, at Santa Maria Novello, and he's going, Hail Brother, and he walks through. And if you ever want to take a look, there is the main chapel, and they've got Giotto's crosses in there, and which was when I was there, I was like, where's Giotto's cross? And it was right below me, or mm -hmm. right above me. And then, but you walk out and they have like this, this, um, uh, garden area or, you know, lawn area that you walk and there's another building that has, um, open chapels almost. I don't know whether they were, had been enclosed at one point in time or not. And through the years, they, that part of it's gone, but you can go in and there's these beautiful frescoes on the walls. Mm. And one of the frescoes is... The one with um, Thomas Aquinas and all the graces. Mm. And it is absolutely beautiful. And it, it was just so cool to see because I remember reading about it in the book. And when I, when I was there, I was like, oh, wow. That's, <laughs> it sounds gorgeous. It really does. So what the other thing that makes me think about William and, and Raven and where they may be in Japan 
is I wonder if Ava ever caught up with them or they, she had gave up the ghost. I'm thinking she's on to other things. Don't you think? I would hope so <laughs> at this point in time. And I'm sorry. And, and obviously they have, they, they don't have the curio running after them. If, if he, they got left the Island to go to Japan. That's true. That's true. But um, I was just laughing because Shell said every so often she hears a knocking and it sounds like the podcast is haunted. <laughs> that's why I thought that's, that's why I thought I better say that I am having some work done on the roof. Um, and I was trying to go to another place, um, but I ran out of time um, before we started. So and Betty says with Ava, who knows? She is stubborn. And Betty's saying no private flight to Paris. Um, <laughs> so no Paris this time. I, I'm assuming. No not. Paris this time. She is uh, Raven and William are in Japan, which I think is really cool. Um, and then we had one last question of SR. We asked, would you consider writing a short story or novella? about their time on the island. And he said, that's a great idea. Yes, I'll consider it. I'm trying to finish the novel I'm working on, but that's a good suggestion. I'm grateful for your support and encouragement. So I think that would be fun. I think it would be interesting. Yeah, I'm really surprised. I mean, I'm surprised the... he answered that way. I really was surprised yeah. he answered that way. <laughs> it would be yes. nice. I mean, he's, it started off as a novella of the prince uh, and uh, and everything, you know, seeing the the uh, dog or seeing the um, etchings or sketches or whatever they were at the at the Uffizi that were quote unquote stolen from mm -hmm. him to uh, the Venetian War and all that kind of stuff. So it'd be a nice way to to go through. Yeah. You know the you know and and maybe I could be wrong, but maybe he has been forgiven by the Curia, and that's why they could get out. Well, all of these are good questions, and I think we would that could be those could be elements that would be discussed, or even on the novella, maybe it would just be them growing together as venturing out you know, into the world. growing together as as a couple and as William becomes accustomed to, you know, his position now, right? His, his being, mm -hmm. his state of being. Um, mm -hmm. Shell notes that Ava needs to get over herself. <laughs> and you yes. Think? And Betty thinks that would be interesting. And she can envision Raven and William running into Gabriel and Julia. <laughs> I would love to see that. To be very honest with you, now that now you know, given William's um, conversion, I would love to see Gabriel and, and William get together. I think they could have some really interesting chats about um, Dante with and Julia could be very much involved in that. But I also think Julia would be very much involved with Raven talking about art and you know her, her work with the Botticelli paintings and whatever mm -hmm. else she's done. I think that would be really interesting. Or they could 
um, there, there would be a lot, there could be a lot of really interesting discussions in that. Um, yeah, it would, would be an interesting, you know, and, and maybe this could put them on to a, uh, I mean, they were already "quote unquote" prestigious uh, academia academics as far as Dante, but if they had the knowledge that William knew of Dante, maybe it would change their direction a little bit and create more of a uh, a stir in the in the literary. True, world. true. He could point them in the direction, and then I think their challenge would be finding the the sources to prove it without revealing that. <laughs> That William knew William was the first, you know, was there on the ground with them. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And Shell said they could talk about how much William hates Dante and (laughs) and sketchy Guido. I was waiting for that. (laughs) I was waiting for that. Oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. so good. You never disappoint there. No, no. Yeah, and it's Betty's not. saying, will Gabriel running into each other at the women's department where the corsets are sold? <laughs> now that would be a scene. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be definitely different. <laughs> and Shell says William will say, "Let me tell you about your beloved Dante." <laughs> oh my gosh, that could be funny. That that would be too funny. But that could, yeah, that that could go in so. a lot of directions. Mm-hmm. Could the two alphas? Could the two Definitely alphas could. be in the same room, or would they try to up each one up each other? I've, that I think that would be more likely. Yeah. what they would do. I'm not sure them. though. I think, given their backgrounds and where they are in their journey. They might just try and feel out each other, but who knows if SR ends up writing something like that, that would be an interesting read. Um, but the time mm-hmm. with William and Raven together on the island could be something special. Betty's saying, why not just put them in a cage and arrange a cage fight? <laughs> <laughs> that would. Be oh my fun. gosh, that I can be. imagine it now. In one corner, the Boston Brawler. <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. To rumble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And on that note, friends, I know we're just at the hour, top of the hour. Um, we have a lot of exciting things to look forward to. Um, this in the U.S. is uh, Thanksgiving is this Thursday, so um, just take a moment to say thank you to all of you for everything grateful for you you have done and following the podcast and, what SR has and done. of course we're thankful for SR um, and we're planning to be on next week we are and we'll be doing uh, the next two chapters yeah, back to redemption yeah, back to redemption. And hopefully we'll get something on the uh, date soon. Yes. For the for part three of the yes, movie. Yes, we're hopeful for that. Uh, just remember, mark your calendars, December 10th for the watch-along, December 16th for SR to join us um, to talk about yes. the Advent reading. So 
Um, that should be pretty good. Mm-hmm. It will be good. And as Betty says, happy Thanksgiving Day to all. So grateful to have you all in my life and weekends. Shell saying many blessings for the week ahead and this weekend. Thank you all. Oh, yeah. And prepare your eating pants. <laughs> oh, gosh. <damn. laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love that line from that movie. That's from my yes. Greek wedding part three. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think as Antula goes, we have our eating pets. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And uh, again, hugs, thoughts, and prayers to Cheryl and her family. And lots of good energy and congratulations uh, as Caleb continues on his journey. And I'm really hopeful uh, that the treatments continue to uh, show good results. So I'm going to leave us today with a newbie. <laughs> Since I am Philadelphian, I've become obsessed with Jason and Travis Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are the fairy tale from of Philadelphia, which is a takeoff on the fairy tale of New York by the Pogues and Christy <laughs> McCall. So, but this is really, it's good. And it, it's very similar, but it's very good. So wishing you all a happy week, a happy Thanksgiving. Um, if you drink, drink moderately. If you don't drink, good for you. And if, if you, uh, eat and remember that anytime something gets cut open, the calories fall. <laughs> so have a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Talk to you all later. Take care, everybody. Thank you for everything. Christmas Eve again In the drunk tank An old man said to me Won't see another one And then he sang a song The rare old mountain dew I turned my face away And dreamed Day.